back. Hey, welcome back to the Alan Smithy Film Review. Coming to you from the F-150 studios at beautiful Northgate Mall in Hickson, Tennessee. We just got out of... Black Adam. That is right. The latest in the DC expanded universe. Uh, this is a uh, comic book movie, superhero movie, uh, featuring one of their lesser known um, uh, heroes. Sure. Uh, to the point that I have never read a single Black Adam comic book ever. To be fair, you haven't read a lot of DC comics. I haven't comics. read a lot of DC comics, but I have watched a lot of DC cartoons growing up i used to watch the batman animated series sure. and justice league animated oh, yeah. series and um hawkman who plays a very big part in this movie uh was part of that so i was very familiar with hawkman or hawk girl actually now that i think about it um and uh but still we got introduced to even more people like adam smasher and uh dr fate and um Wind Lady. Wind Lady. I don't remember what her character name was, but uh, her main her main power is to be in a CGI cloud with occasional pauses. Sure. Um. So <laughs> slow uh, motion too, as you can see what's going on. So we, I, DC in particular, from a movie standpoint, has a relatively rocky history with with your buddy Damien. L- little bit. Little. I mean, going back to, I mean. Uh, they, okay, the last 10 years they've been trying to do things like Marvel things, yeah. but there's been other DC movies. Like we grew up, you know, in the kind of the eh, yeah. DC's trying some stuff, but mainly there was just if you like the comics, you like the comics. Yeah. The and DC EU stuff, however, has been rocky because we had the Christopher Nolan Batman movies and they set a pretty high bar. Sure. And then there was some very terrible follow ups. I'm looking at you, Justice League, but not the Justice League, or I mean, I, I'm sorry, Suicide Squad, but Thank not the yeah. Suicide Squad. Yeah, as you said, they do they do TV better. Yeah, they do TV better. However, this might be interesting to say. Uh, during the pandemic times, James Gunn came out with the Suicide Squad. Correct. A movie that I kind of enjoyed. It's fun mostly because of John Cena. Absolutely. It's got funny, It's it, it's got its tongue in its cheek, and yes. it's, in, it's it's not taking itself too seriously. It's not taking itself too seriously. <laughs> Which it's has been a, DC's plague. Yes, of they forgot that things should be fun. <laughs> um, <laughs> All caps there, Damien. Yeah, then, Bla- Black Adam is a movie. Black yeah. Adam is a movie. Yeah. Uh, Dwayne Johnson yep. plays the uh, Eponymous. archetype. Uh, kind of like a, uh, what's the word? What's the word? Uh, not vigilante, but um, freedom fighter do- doesn't want to be, but he is powerful. Antihero. An- that that's the phrase. Antihero. Yes, Thank he you. plays the antihero, which of course DC is chock full of antiheroes to the point that DC. One of the reasons that one of the things that separates DC and Marvel in general is that DC's heroes are historically heroes or antiheroes. Black or white, and if heroes or villains, and the anti-heroes are sometimes heroes and sometimes they're villains, but there is no actual gray. It's just, here are your holes that we can shove these pegs into. Mm-hmm. That's why when you take a hero like Aquaman, who truly is lame, and you get Jason Momoa to try to cool him up, there's only so much cool can do, because at the end of the day, fish talky guy in CG world, not fun. Now, at the same time, we see the trailer right before Black Adam for Wakano Forever. Yes. And we have Namor the Submariner uh, coming in in uh, Wakanda Forever. They have decided, well, instead of making him Atlantean, we're going to instead uh, retcon the history to be more South American. 
and leverage South American mythology for him. And all of the shots I've seen so far in the trailer, which, of course, trailers are designed to sell you on a movie, show that, hey, you know what? Maybe Aquaman could have been less lame if maybe the character wasn't crap to start with. And you got the, what? what's her, uh, Amber Heard. Oh, oh she's yeah. got red hair, and she's a horrible person. She's, yeah, on trial. The, yeah. Like, they, DC just could not make correct. Let's hire Ezra Miller, the creepiest stalker <laughs> weirdo, to be the Flash. Like, DC could not. There's a point where I used to be mad at DC, and then they just simply became the cooler at the poker table of just the, the poor schlub who cannot catch a break of every decision they make being the wrong one. And then, so therefore, and we have talked about this over the past six years of doing the Alan Smithy film review. That's right, folks. Is that there's a lot to be said about expectation setting and your ability to enjoy a movie. So DC has inadvertently made it so that if it is generally competent, I'm probably going to think that it's an okay movie. Just okay. Just, yeah. Just, you know, just make make the bar. Congratulations. You spent way more money on something that yeah, the Batman, Robert Pattinson, you know, I actually kind of enjoyed it because the bar is now, it's, it's slightly buried under the ground. Just <laughs> a little say, bit. You buried the bar? Okay. Yeah. You can't limbo it. You can't limbo it. It's so, that low, folks. So if you if you create the, the first Justice League where you've got weird Jared Leto Joker, blah, 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 if you've got, I'm not, I'm not you know, I keep saying Justice League because Justice League is actually so much worse. You got the Aquamans. You got all this stuff. Martha! You've got all this stuff. And... The bar is so low. So we go into this. A, DC Universe expectations for Damien Lowe. Add to that, I don't know anything about Black Adam. Neither do I. So therefore, Nothing. like, objectively, it is it is DC's game to lose. <laughs> go ahead. Do something to impress me. Right. You've I've seen you, a trailer. Uh, yeah. I'm going, uh, you, you've got as much of a benefit, you have generated as much of a benefit of a doubt as you possibly can out of Damien. So that's Damien's take. Even before we walked in to start talking about the movie, Ben, what's your what? Where were you setting your expectations? I, uh, you know, again, DC has not impressed me, right? DC had yes, the Batman stuff, yes, Christopher Nolan, but that's that to me is almost a separate. It's not even DC. Yeah. It's like crime caper. Yes, it's like mafia stuff. It's not meant to be super CGI like this stuff. Right. And we saw a trailer for Shazam. I thought, oh, oh, the Shazam sequel's coming. Okay, the first one we had, I laughed a couple times. Yeah, it's, it's pretty funny. You know, dark comics, but I laughed a couple times, yeah. right? Maybe there'll be some of that. Maybe they learned from right. that and maybe looked at some audience feedback. Yeah. Um, I don't know anybody, anybody that loves DC as much as they love Marvel. Marvel right. just, it's the king, right? So my expectations are also very low. Right. I watched Suicide Squad movies with you. I watched Shazam. I watched... What else have we seen DC-wise? Uh, well, we always keep forgetting things like Batman versus Superman and um, Aquaman and... Uh... Yes, those. Yes. those. <laughs> I mean, they're so not memorable. They're so memorable, yes. Yeah, it, it's brutal. Yeah, I knew that Dwayne Johnson is in this, and man, that guy likes to make movies. Yeah. And man, that guy likes to play himself. But also, uh, something that I knew coming into it was that Dwayne put his money where his mouth is. He executive produced this he basically paid for this movie to get made uh and that's that's something to be said for hey uh warner discovery you're currently going through a very strained weird merger 
I want to make this movie. Please don't cancel me like you're going to do Batgirl. Uh, in order to make sure that doesn't happen, yeah. I'm going to put my money where my mouth is. Yeah. Um, so, ignore the Amber Heard stuff. Ignore the Ezra Miller stuff. Look at like, oh, clean cut Dwayne Johnson. Yes, clean, well, clean cut, clean shaven. Yeah. It's very, very bald. Very, 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 very bald. Yes. Uh, and you know, obviously, he's he's going to want to have you know, every shot's going to need to showcase his workout routine. Fine. You know, he he's earned it. This, he's got the big body. He's what got can do with it, right? He looks he looks like a superhero. He looks like he could perhaps be a king of, say, scorpions, perhaps. Um, <laughs> Please but, don't code it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. um, but, you know. <sighs> there is a plot here, by the way, there folks. Is there is a plot. You know, it's it's a, it's a exposition, you know, ancient history stuff, then fast forward to the future, well, it's, Middle it's, Eastern culture. And it's a MacGuffin plot. It is. There's a thing. And we must protect the thing and keep it from falling in the For wrong. The hands. thing is driving all like you know good and bad people in different directions, different yes. motives. And it's very powerful. This thing, the thing, and you know the the downside is of course in order to have drama, we must have conflict. By goodness, and the MacGuffin is being searched for by a guy. And when the guy betrays the hero in the beginning, it, throw me the idol, I'll throw you the rope. Um, <laughs> It uh, it's sort of like oh okay, and we as an audience are like okay, guy who betrayed his friend don't particularly care. No. So and the no. writers knew that, so they said oh oh my god, we better we better get some stuff. Oh, we have the Justice Society, and the Justice Society's whole thing is that they stop existential threats, and they only do it with their most uh, lawful good. Black and white, uh, cannot understand reason, uh, discuss with a fist, Birdman, um, an extremely cryptic and intelligent fate guy who's basically saying, hey, you probably shouldn't leave with your fist, but I'm not actually going to stop you from leaving your fist, and I'm probably going to help you lead with a fist. And then we're going to have two teenagers, because teenagers we have we have an audience that we need to attract here yeah including the five-year-old girl behind us who uh was giving um basically a senatorial filibuster yeah it's, it's daycare the movies tonight kids. yeah kids should uh, be seen not friday heard. friday night let's take our child to the movies for friday night hashtag seen not heard oh yeah. my gosh um and so therefore in order to have conflict we're going to have these four heroes show up and the only option straight out of their mouth is surrender or die now, having studied, and you know, I'm I'm a I'm a DM in Dungeons and Dragons, and and uh, moral alignment is a mechanic of the game. Um, surrender or die is generally the um, the ultimatum provided. Surprise! This might surprise you, not by the good characters, but by the evil characters. So we have the. We have the four good guys showing up trying to, to, to keep balance in the world, and the first word they're out of their miles are some of the most evil things possible of surrender or die. Not, hey, here's our brochure. This is what we do. <laughs> we understand you've been asleep for 5,000 years. There's no time for character development, Damien. There's, no, there's not even time for basic conversation. They had a British man in their team with no tea. <laughs> Batty, betty guys. No there tea. was no tea. <laughs> He could have created a magic table and poured tea and said, "Hey, we need to talk for like five minutes, dude. Five just, minutes, just something. Just so you know, listen. Yeah. We have control of the MacGuffin. It's right there. We're all aware of where the MacGuffin <laughs> is. We have no pressing me- me- need 
to fight. Hold on, guys. There's a danger. One-dimensional one characters here. Yeah. There's a danger of that. But, okay, no one cares. Okay, moving on. And yeah. that's it. And that's it. They just go on. We know this is the bad person. That's the good person. And that's all we're really going to get. Nah, I ain't getting off the soapbox. You're not pushing me off the soapbox. Good guy shows up. Hawkman shows up. What is the first thing he does in Condock or whatever? What is the first thing he does when they show up? He goes and saves soldiers who have been thrown out of a tower after shooting clearly giant weapons into a crowd of civilians. How blind do you have to be to be like, oh, man, I really need to prioritize these two guys because they're clearly yeah. in the right. Oh, no. Justice will take care of them because clearly, uh, you know, when you when you are part of a crowd suppression gun tower, you clearly signed up on the good guys. It's like that joke about the Nazis where they they have the skull on their hats. Oh, that means they're bad. And they go, wait, does this mean we're the bad guys? It's not that hard. <laughs> there, there are. Uh there are many one-dimensional things in this film, Damien. Okay. One, one is yes. Okay, fine. But I'm not going to start there. I'm going to start. All right, where are you going to start? I'm going to start with the uh, the on the nose. What? Okay, first of all, what genre? We fast forward to the future. We're yeah. in the past. We're in the past. past. Middle Eastern past. Yeah. Fast forward to the future. Oh, it, this this legend became myth. Myth became whatever. Yeah. And what year is it supposed to be? Because it's modern day. Yeah. But people have mullets, and the the fashion is weird. Well, but then we hear a Smashing pumpkin song. Yeah. The world and, is a vampire. Right. And if you've seen the video. This is dating ourselves, okay? Oh, yeah. If you've seen the video of her... Well, when that video came out, nobody was dating us. Bullet with a Butterfly... <laughs> Thank you for that. <laughs> Not the same thing. When Bullet with the Butterfly Wings came out and the yeah. world is a vampire, the video is people scrounging and clawing out of a quarry. Yes. Okay? That song came immediately after a scene with people clawing out of a quarry. Yes. I don't know if that's on purpose <laughs> but i was like that's really on the nose yeah. and of course the next song was painted black yes. oh by the rolling stones how ooh. i mean they're, here they're you dropping... go here you go grandparents who took your children yeah, to well, the movie and dc going hey guys we can be like marvel too we can be like guardians no, of the galaxy we can have fun no. songs too it's warner brothers saying look at the might of our music licenses <laughs> that's true yeah we don't have to ask permission uh -huh. we own these things yes. the artist doesn't get paid anything for this that, that's, I just wanted to make sure I got that in there because yes. I was like, oh, I know that's that a... video and that song and just, oh, I don't know if it's on purpose or not. But yes, with the power of a young child raising his, you know, fingers yeah. up, much like Diamond Dallas Page. Yes. Whoa. I truly thought WWE. he was going to, you know, I truly thought that uh, after after he rose his hands up in that Diamond, uh, either that or the Jay-Z Hova. Um, <laughs> or the or the, uh, the Triforce from Zelda. Or the Triforce from Zelda. I totally thought that Black Adam was going to introduce himself with the people's elbow. So, um, yeah. <laughs> the most with, electrifying man in DC Universe. Yes. And so literally, and we, you know. Thank God they gave Henley Winkler the five dollars to do that cameo. I think they actually shot that on cameo over the phone, which yeah. is why it was on the phone. Oh, I love that. I yeah. love that you thought of that. That's, I mean, that, you know, folks, you know what cameo is? You pay yeah. a celebrity X man dollars. They give you or your loved ones. Hey y'all, we, we got Winkler for three hundred bucks. This is great. That's so great. <laughs> <laughs> hey, location at all. I love that. Yes, Henry, you you laughed when you saw him. I did because I'm just well. For, first off, Henry Winkler, famously known for participating in the creation of the concept jumping the shark, and um, he has since become one of my favorite actors. He's on uh, a show called Barry, yes, which I absolutely love. Love Barry, and uh, he's also by far one of the best. 
portrayers, he, he most accurately portrayed what it's like to be a college football coach in the documentary The Water Boy. And uh, <laughs> call the H2O right there. Water <laughs> sucks. It really, really sucks. <laughs> and so, you know, just it laughed because I was like, oh my gosh, he will literally, if someone just says, hey, uh, Hank, we, we've got like $40. Do you have a minute? And he'll oh, be like, sure. yes. Yeah. <laughs> Klaskino is one of the nicest guys in Hollywood, Henley Wrinkler. I have and no just, doubt. He is, he is, that, that is his legacy. He was fun. He's cool. Hey, I mean, but he's just, he's no, I think him and Keanu Reeves are competing for that trophy. Right. Over here. Well, all I know is that I now want an Adam Smasher movie. So success to DCEU because I want an Adam Smasher movie where it is Henry Winkler and that teenager. The teenager, the guy that we don't know and I've never seen before. Never seen him. And Charming he, dude, beefy dude. Yeah, uh, so you know a little bit about the DC universe. You know more about yeah. the Marvel universe. Oh yeah. I don't know if you know, you know, which came first. Did did, did was there an Ant Man first, or was there the Smasher oh. guy who looks like the Ant Man? I, I don't know who came first, but Ben, I want to let you know that this concept is just the mutually assured discussion okay. of Marvel and DC fighting. Okay. For example, there's a. A lesser-known Marvel character who is a ripoff of Deathstroke from DC, but he was he became a Marvel character that became so much bigger that he actually got his movie first. And when Marvel needed to introduce, I'm sorry, when DC needed to introduce Deathstroke, they were so worried that it would be confused with Deadpool, the character that was actually a copy of their right, character. Right. They couldn't make their character look like their character because then they were afraid they'd get. This is how Ant- we saw the him Ant-Man in, thing. Was, was, it, was it like post credit scene we saw him in first too? Yeah. You, you laughed when you saw it. I forget which film. I think it was maybe the, maybe it was a Superman film we watched. I don't know. Yeah. But I know your point is because, okay, so. Back and forth, back, back and, and forth, forth, back, back and, and forth. Because I'm thinking like DC sees all the Marvel <laughs> success. Like, well, we want a Thor. We want a, uh, yeah. you know, Ant-Man. We want a, 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 a what's his name, Falcon. Yeah. <laughs> all these things it's like well it's like watching the movie that's like not as good as the original and right it's you know like when we were kids this is also dating us okay sure when like aladdin came out Beauty oh, yeah. and the beast there would be this off-market like quick rush job animation studio that would put out a version of aladdin it's on the shelves like what yeah, it was it's alibaba and a thousand uh, it's the thousand uh, tales of a thousand nights shahrazad and a thousand nights yeah I mean, whatever. Prop to the, props to those people that actually produced those crappy animation studios and got like that three-month sweet spot before yeah. aladdin jumped on the abhs train to get that market the i thought arch, they were getting aladdin the arts duke of lions right it's just this is what that feels like beauty the- and the ugly person <laughs> Keep going. <laughs> um, the hunchback of tall French building, Notre Dame University. <laughs> there you go, fighting Irish. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I'm going to get the girl. <laughs> um, so yes, yeah, so sorry, uh, sorry Irish people. I just horribly offended you. No, um, no, my, my friend Alex can do a better uh, Irish because he lives in England, though. Fair enough. He fair does enough. a great one from. Uh, oh, from... he doesn't have any troubles. No, 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 no. <laughs> he does a great one of uh, Tom Cruise and and Far and Away. Oh, like, oh. oh, potato, potato, potato. <laughs> yeah. Oh, so so Irish in my so Irish. Oh my Irish. God, that's that. It's good to land of America. Land of milk oh, and honey. You know what I want? I really want an Irish Australian wife oh my god uh, yeah we'd like nicole kidman by the way in the openings oh my gosh and i'm so happy that everyone's making fun of that because it is so self 
Well, you know what it reminds me of? Huh. That if okay, folks, by the way, AMC is running this thing and they've had for months now yeah, where the like opening almost... is like, Welcome back to the theaters and it's yeah. Nicole Kidman who's had a lot of work and a lot of makeup on and she's climbing these like, you know, steps of a theater in high heels yeah. and trying to be like empathetic to the audience. And all I think about is that stupid Imagine song that everybody sang oh, at the beginning of the pandemic yes. with all celebrities saying, yes. Imagine that. And they're like, Oh, really? You have like the best health care and like a billion dollar mansion. I'm yeah. supposed to empathize with you because you're singing a John Lennon song that I right. know. Hey, Tom Hanks got got COVID, but hey, this is <laughs> he the did. this the part that you're missing. Cut, yeah, that's Nicole Kidman, and we're all going back to the movies. So, watch me sit alone in this empty <laughs> yeah. theater because no one's coming back. So yeah, I mean, I worry. I worry about the theaters as you know. I worry about the theaters first off because there's just not movies that are worth dragging people back to the theater um, because it takes years and years and years to make a movie. So the pandemic is this is sort of like the writer strike all over again. We're going to have a continuation of less production coming out of Hollywood, fewer movies getting made because you know we might see them catch up in a few years. But they've lost years of opportunity. Mm -hmm. Big time. And so what they put out has to be awesome to get you back into the theater. It has to be Top Gun Maverick. (laughs) Yes. We saw a trailer for another plane movie, by the way, with the same guy that was in Top Gun Maverick. Yes. I forget what his name is, but the good-looking cocky guy. uh, was like the Iceman of the Top Gun Maverick movie. He's another plane movie as a pilot. Yeah, but, I mean, Korean War, which, uh, first off, as a war, as a... Personally, watch war movies growing up. There was, there's never been a Korean War movie. It feels like I know there has been, but they're far and few, few between. It's yeah, sort of like when yeah. 1917 came out, and we were all like, "Hey, look, someone's actually doing World War One." Right, not World <laughs> War Two or Civil War or Vietnam, which are yeah, the just the over and over and over again. War. Yeah, um, you're right. You're right. I mean, Mash kind of took a lot of that, obviously. And also, I mean, I'm not going to judge. I want to say that it was called like Defiant or something. Like, I don't remember the name of the movie, which is unfortunate for them. The the, the Korean War movie we're talking about. Yes, I know what you're talking about. Um, Deliverance or something. No, no, yeah. no, 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 yeah, I think that is it the one the true story the guy who like he was standing up against uh, you know the yeah. oppression of the POW camp and was it that one? What Bridge of the River Kwai? No, no, no. Talk about no, no. It was a recent <laughs> one, like five, six years ago. Oh, I forget oh, the name. I don't of it. remember. But here's Maybe the trick. Listeners can help us here. Here's the trick. I'm not going to judge that movie poorly because just two trailers before that, our buddy, uh, uh, I believe, has he's changed his name to um, uh, Gerard Geostorm Butler. Uh, he is going to be in a film called Plane. God bless Gerard The name Butler. of the movie is Plane. Oh, my God. It's, it's coming next. Boat. Yes, exactly. That'll be the sequel. It'll be Truck. like Speed 2 Cruise Control. Oh, gosh. Please don't let William Defoe be in this one. Uh, no, yeah. I'm totally looking forward to skateboard the movie. It better have Tony Hawk in it. Um, so, you know... <laughs> What I'm getting at is that we're, there's there's a bit of a bad movie revolution happening because the people that were willing to shoot during the pandemic <laughs> were able to have tighter schedules and yeah, looser standards. Don't <laughs> worry, because Jimmy Cameron's coming back in December with Avatar. Yes, with Avatar 2, Now We Swim. <laughs> so, dragging <laughs> us... Dragging us swim. <laughs> dragging us back to Black Adam. Okay, so yeah, there's a plot, and um, there's a MacGuffin they got to protect, and right. if the bad guys get it, then hell on screens. earth... And then there's some fighting, and if you are a big, uh, if you're a big Dragon Ball Z fan growing up, then you'll actually enjoy the style of fighting where uh, Black Adam just basically he's so fast that he's in one spot and then he's punching a guy, and he's in another spot and he's punching a guy. And yes, this was a this was a CG barf fest, but in general, 
Uh, I actually found <laughs> that's going to be the tagline for the movie. <laughs> CG barf fest. Yeah, but I mean that's uh, you know even Marvel's suffers from that these days. They do, they do. Yes. Um, so I, I I actually enjoyed the fighting in the movie. I enjoyed the action. I enjoyed all of the different superheroes showing their different ways of doing things. I liked that um, Doctor Fate had the cool like gold you know, mind magic stuff. It was sort of, it felt a little bit more like a and d campaign. I like, I, I kind of enjoyed that. And in the past with say justice league or suicide squad or, or Aquaman or something, for some reason, I'm more forgiving of it in this. There was something about how it wasn't used in like every scene like I think that there were actual sets for this movie, which is not There's something some. that yeah. it's not something that most DC movies in the recent past can say. They're like, "Hey, we need to find a, a a street, a busy street in Hollywood. Should we go four steps outside and shoot it? Nah, nah, nah. We got the green screens. We're gonna do that. Yep, yep. I mean, um, Lady's House was a set, obviously. Yeah, got beat up left and right with, you know. Uh, Terminator references of crashing through walls. I made a door. I mean, <sighs> that, that's one set. I'll give you that. Yeah. Um, I'm trying to think of another one. Well, there. Yeah, I know. I know. <laughs> well, but, uh, yeah, it's the the uh, the the historical stuff. This the history mine. You know, that yeah. was interesting. Like the plane, maybe. Yeah. There, there are set, but it is There's a CG sets. heavy movie. Yeah, it's folks. a CG bar fest. If you like the Man <laughs> of Steel, if you like fighting things in the, like lots of you know aerial fights, because this guy he has a lot of powers, right? Yeah. He's he's a god. The only thing yeah. that really makes him weak is that Eternium stuff, I guess, like kind a special of, rock, yeah. special shiny shiny rock. Yeah, unobtainium. It's, I know yeah, it's Eternium, yeah, it's, but it's, yeah. it's the it's the Krypton of his world. Yeah. I mean, how fun of is, his world, Earth, Earth, yeah, <laughs> of, of his of his in, uh, being. He's yeah. been sleeping for five thousand years. Another you know, demolition man reference. Now, and, um, me, and meanwhile, this is an extremely rare and powerful uh, item that uh, Wayne Corp has no knowledge of. BS. There's no way there would be no there would be no gangs controlling the city. No, if you have something that is that valuable if you have a rare earth mineral that is that valuable in real world either china is going to be investing in it or the u.s is going to be investing yeah. in it and it's not going you know is going to be controlled it's not going to be chaos in the dc universe wayne corporation or lex corp one of the two one of the big multi-billionaire folks are going yeah, to have it it's not going to be a bunch of scruffy dudes with ak-47s no no and but you have to wonder because he's 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 introduced as this character that's basically like Thor, Superman. Yeah, he's a right. god. He's like, well, how interesting is this? Yeah. And then suddenly, oh, he has a weakness. Yeah. And they don't really use that much in this film. No. So that's what makes him kind of a dud character to me. Right. He just, he just flies around. He has unbelievable powers, yeah. lightning, speed, and strength, it's everything. It's fully a DC problem. When it's every, a DC problem, When everybody yeah. is Superman, then... And well, the other problem is everyone's Superman and the... And, spoilers! Spoilers, mid credit, mid credit surprise. Spoilers. Yes, 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 folks. Oh, what's the one person that can destroy a Superman level person? Oh yeah, Superman. Yeah, guy from Kansas. Yeah. <sighs> so uh, you know, it's that's very much a DC problem of everyone's god tier, and we throw four. I guess Hawkeye seems like he's relatively strong because at least he's able to fight Black Adam. Not that he does any damage or that he takes any what, damage. Yeah, what is his power <laughs> besides wearing that uh, you know, falcon suit? Well, first off, uh, if I remember right, he's supposed to be an alien. So okay. there, that's one thing because um, DC is just chock full of aliens living on Earth for no freaking reason. I'm just going to write it in the script. Oh, there now it's a thing. Yeah, uh, his power is that he's rich. 
which is one of the most powerful things you can be in the it's DC true. universe. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, he's rich. Uh, he has a fancy getup, and he has a, a mace that spins. Which, by the way, if you know anything about actual weapon design, that's dumb. And then, oh, but it can turn itself into an axe. Cool. <laughs> it's just like what hasn't been done before. Oh, I'll try this thing. Yeah, yeah, we did something and different. We're gonna make sure that we we shoot every caliber of gun, rocket, and everything. We're gonna have two pretty cool looking helicopters. You know, it's. It's going to be, hey, uh, modern weaponry have no effect at all. But you know what, Will? Something from the Bronze Age. <laughs> I I get really fatigued with this much CG fighting. Yeah. Especially when it's, you know, dark. Yeah, night. there's a lot of night lot, stuff. Night or stuff. like, or artificial twilight. Not like that, but then, I mean, even for, even for a comic book movie, there is a surprising lack of peril. Which yes. I know is always the thing that my friend Alex uh, talks about in Marvel movies, and yes, but there are there are you know tense moments in death in Marvel. This is just I don't know who, who just died. I don't care. I mean, there's just people Literally, dying left and right. There's every, lots of carnage. Every side character in this movie. Every side character in this movie. The one that got shot got MacGuffin back to be an effective fighter yeah. using nanobots. Yeah, and that, that's the whole thing. Like, oh, it's the Iron Man crossover. Like, there's so many crossovers. I even heard music in this. We'll get to that in a second. Right. Uh, they reminded me of Tenet. Okay, uh -huh. there was a bit of a... Dit, 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 like, like, oh, that sounds like Tenet. Yeah. The, there is, I think I think it's a two-hour, two-minute film, and I'm pretty sure all but four minutes had music in this. Yes. And it was exhausting to listen to. Because <laughs> it wasn't like a memorable theme. Even for John Williams standards, which, of course, has memorable Sir. themes. It's Sir John Williams, thank you. Oh, forgive me. Yeah, he's he was knighted. Years old. When was he knighted? Uh, he was one of the last two people knighted by Queen Elizabeth before she passed. Interesting. And you were there. Good. You should have known. Good. Yeah, I really should have known that. Yeah, <laughs> yeah I did the Matrix things where, uh, what's his name, beamed me up a bunch of knowledge about the Queen. No, no, yeah. no. You were there in England while it happened. Oh, I know. What, oh, 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 really? <laughs> yes. Oh, okay. No, I was, folks, folks, I was in England in September. The Queen died when we were there. I didn't know about the John Williams yes. factor, though. Why? There was... Was there something bigger in the news? Well, the new prime minister. Oh, wait, just kidding. She's gone now. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my gosh. Oh, Bye. life is life is just as unbelievable as this movie. Don't um, trust the minister. <laughs> oh, yeah. uh, we don't need no education. No, no, no. Um, I didn't know that, though. That's pretty cool. Yeah, no, the, pretty music, the music in this is um, forgettable. Yeah. Completely forgettable. I, I'm sure uh, there, there was one theme that I recognized, and it was in the mid-credits uh, surprise thing. Yes. That was the only theme I recognized or remembered. Because it's a John because Williams Because it's written theme. by John Williams in the <laughs> 70s. <sighs> the greatest themes of all time. Yeah. Yeah, this is a movie, folks. If you want it to, is a movie. Um, to, it is a movie. to see things. Or if you have a five-year-old daughter that needs something to talk over. Some, and wearing a sequined suit, every time the light catches, it kind of shoots another, you know, yeah. light across your forehead. Uh, yeah, this is... Um, this is a movie. It's a movie. And so, things happen in the movie. Ben, the thing that people need to understand, though, is that we want to make sure that we're not giving you a misconception. Ben and I are working really hard to provide to you, in this age of double-digit inflation, you know, there's only like 4% unemployment. So it's really hard. You know, we're basically at full employment right now. Um, companies are making record profits. Are you feeling that at home? You might not. So because of that... Every purchase you make has to be important. 
You have to weigh every possible expenditure and no expenditure. I don't care if it's food, housing, health care, education. None of that is as important as where am I going to put my 1350 to buy a ticket on a Friday night to hang out with someone's five year old. And the answer <laughs> That's a that pretty unique description, you know, it might be a little niche. Um, the answer, though, is, is that Ben and I have collaborated for six years, six, basically six and a half six years. Six and a half years, man. July six, 2016. To bring you Woo. the most hard-hitting uh, and, and uh, objective and unbiased. We are not on any. We are on no one's payroll. No studio owns us. Yet. The Twizzler <laughs> company doesn't own us. How much were those tonight? Lots. <laughs> Because I bought a, one pack of candy and one large drink, and it was dang near 20 bucks. Um, but you need to hear this advice from us. And so that's why we've got together. We, have, we, we got together with a team of scientists um, in a laboratory um, using nanobots and a rather attractive African-American lady who has control over wind for some reason but is also super smart and has a, a very tall kind of goofy guy who can grow and shrink um, but is not Ant-Man. Um, it's not, let's make that clear. Is not Ant Man. Does not Scott need a Lang suit. Scott Lang is not in this. Character. Nope. He just does it by will, and he eats a lot of chicken, um, which I'm not going to touch that. Um, so uh, they they got together and they 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 gave us uh, basically it's it's on the you know the great minds of our world think about theory of relativity. Great minds do think about that. Uh, yeah. They think about um, force equals mass times acceleration. Where to spend the 1350 on a Friday night with a five-year-old in the theater? Exactly. Yeah. These are the top things. Yeah, yeah. And because of that, we have we have created this perfect, unassailable, like unimpeachable, unimpeachable <laughs> scale in which to give you that economic device, uh, advice to understand where to spend your money. And we call it the four-point scale. Yes, four points, not five. Five is stupid. Three is not enough. Four-point scale. Five's too much. We're doing you a favor with the four. Yes, four. Because if we had a five-point, first off, let me, let's be honest. If we had a five-point scale, man, we could give stuff threes all day long. Because it's in the middle, it's answer and C on the scan. I was gonna say answer and C on the scan scan. Yeah, exactly. It's it is the cheap way out. When you have a five point scale, you know lazy people will give threes. But the hardcore, hard hitting, like really giving you the truth, listen, if it's good, it's getting a four. If it's bad, it's getting a two. If it's real good, it's getting a four. If it's real bad, it's getting a one. But that's not even descriptive enough. Ben, you're not gonna believe this. <laughs> That's not even descriptive enough. You know what? I'll tell you what. I love, love how you, creative you get every time you do this, by the way. <laughs> you get a four. That is, you need to run out to the theater. You need to get in your vehicle, right. spend expensive gasoline. Depending on what city you're in, you might have to pay $20 for parking. If you're in Nashville or something, who oh, knows? Yeah. Oh, yeah. You know, who knows? Leicester Square in England. Oh, what's, my gosh. what's the parking down there, Alex? Yeah. I mean, do you even uh, dare bring your car there? My understanding, uh, the uh, your your favorite theater in L.A., uh, Chinese, Chinese Theater. Chinese theater. How oh, much, yeah. How, that free parking? No, and tickets. Ticket. I saw Force Awakens 2015. Yeah. And the ticket I think was twenty dollars. Twenty dollars in 2015. That'd be a hundred thousand dollars <laughs> in today's money. So, that's that is the, the commitment of oh my gosh, this film is a four. You sell the children, sell a kidney, purchase the ticket. It's that important. You need to run out and see this movie. Sell your children. I think Particularly for that lady, from that girl from tonight. She well, just with the line from Blues Brothers, your daughter, your wife. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Tell them to me. Well, my <laughs> understanding about your women. <laughs> there's a really good. Uh, there's a really good mine in Condock that they can. She can go mine Eternium for. Yep, yep, you know, it's like yep, yep. It's like character building. 
A three is to leverage one of those many streaming platforms. And guess what? This one's going to be on HBO. Or will it? Because, of course, uh, HBO and Discovery are merging. So it's possible that HBO uh, Go Plus now, I don't remember what it's called Max. now. HBO Max and Discovery Plus will soon be merging into some new thing. And since HBO has done five things so far, I'm counting on there being a sixth. So... This will be on a streaming platform. It will be, yeah. Probably not too long from now. Probably by Christmas, I would guess. At least. Maybe Thanksgiving. Um, so, hey, you know what? You've probably, because of the pandemic, you were forced to stay inside. You probably bought like a 100-inch TV and have a 7.1 surround yeah, yeah, yeah. with a haptic feedback chair and a robot that feeds you my, uh, popcorn. That's almost as good as going to the theater. So, with that... You know that's a three. I think that's pretty good. That's you know a, that's, that's a, a big that, build up. For you're a three. still needing to watch. You still want to watch them. We still want you to watch the movie. Two is wait for it on TV. Now this is a much less likely thing. It will eventually be on probably FX or whatever, whatever uh, the CW. I don't know. Um, some people still have television, or they're using the free plans on uh, on the streaming platforms. Netflix is about to come out with a free plan or an ad-supported tier for like, you still have to pay them seven bucks. Can we add a, f- a variable to this number yes, two? Yes. Like if you see it on a plane. Ah, yes. Watch it on a plane. Because you didn't pay for it. I mean, you, in, in, yes, you bought the ticket for the yeah. plane, but it's a kind of an add-on, I right. guess. Like you happen to be in an area where it's showing and yeah. you opt to do it. You know, it's not a subscription service. At that I point. agree. Additionally, if you're having to pay for the Wi-Fi on the plane, though, that's a three. Okay, yeah, I got you there. Yeah, but if it's the free movie on the plane, if it's included, yeah, yes, then that's a two. So, in other words, if you stumble into it, if it just happens to be on the thing that you're watching, that's on, a two in a hotel room. Yeah, also things like that. So you know what? It's entertainment. It's worth you know. It's worth watching for free. One is Runaway Screaming because. COVID doesn't even begin, you know, it killed over a million people worldwide, but that's still not as bad as Hurricane Heist. And so, you know, ones are just the worst possible movies. These are not the so bad as good movies. No, Ben and I have actually given good scores to so bad as good yeah, movies yeah, 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 yeah. because you still need to see those. No, these are so bad that it hurts you. Like, it's possible that it will make you infertile. Um, you will go bankrupt. Show me in the doll with a bad movie here. Yeah, you. exactly. Like these movies that the, the you'll go out and your car will have a flat tire. Um, your boss will think you smell bad. Like seeing this movie, if it's a one, it is a life-changingly bad situation for you. I want to do like a, a B-roll clip of all those things you describe, like as a mashup like video and just show that. <laughs> like your boss walks by going... Ooh, Ugh. okay, stinky. Johnson, see me. <laughs> don't see me in my office. Call me. I don't want you in my office. Yeah. First of all, I also want to. I keep getting first of all. Another thing I want to say. Another thing. Yeah. I think collectively, I think collectively, Damien, right. you and I have done more marketing for the Hurricane Heist movie than there was done you know, for the movie itself. Hey, we also did a bunch of marketing for Geostorm. Um, ones are bad, okay? All right. So, again, four. Worth moving heaven and earth to see it in a theater, in the biggest screen, the best screen, the best sound, comfortable seats. Four, see it in the theater. Three, watch it on your streaming device. Two, stumble into it. One, run away screaming. With that, very concise and short and abbreviated (laughs) description of our scoring process, Ben, what are you going to give? Black Adam. How many tw- Twitter posts would that equal out to you? I'm just curious. Uh, 280 characters now? Yeah. I bet we could have crammed it into 140. No problem. Damn. 
Man, oh, you know what? I haven't seen a lot of DC TV, so my my DC bar is like, like you said, buried. Right? Yeah, yeah. I walked in Black Adam thinking, okay, just show me something. Just just give me one scene. If you give me a scene, yes, a, a scene, sixty seconds of something cool, it makes you go, whoa! All right, you did that. Uh, I didn't get that. Right. I didn't get that. And it's it's a dumb plot. It's horrible dialogue, mm-hmm. and. Even if it's like you know bad but laughably laughably bad, yeah. I give it a little more. Oh, okay, well it's meant to be this stupid. Like it's right. beyond stupid. No, it's not even like funny like accidentally. Mm-hmm. It's just bad. Right. And I'm gonna give it a one because okay. I'm running with. I'm running away. I want to run to Wakanda and see yeah. something better than this. Well, I think I have a compressor. So when we get out of the truck, we'll make sure that your tires are still inflated, and just go home and take a shower. So just make sure your boss doesn't think you smell bad because you saw this film, Ben. I'm actually very happy that you gave it a one, Ben. Do you know why I'm happy that I gave it a one? Because you're giving it a different score? Because I'm giving it a different score. Woohoo! We didn't agree this time, folks. This happens too much. And I think you're going to be surprised when I give it a three. Ooh! Ooh! Point. Hold on. Point. Chest pains. Point zero repeating. If it if it were if we were to say a two point five were to round up to a three, then I would give it a two point five. But we don't do that because yeah. we don't mess around. Left we give one, two, down. three, four. Ben, I came to this movie thinking it was. I was like, you know what? It's going to be total trash. It was, but for some reason, and I can almost give it all to Pierce Brosnan. Uh, for some reason, I actually had fun. This Ooh. was this was a. I, when I when I mentioned the Scorpion, I've been foreshadowing. When I mentioned the Scorpion King, I actually do think that this is a so bad it's good DC movie. Do you really? I really do, and I highly encourage that no one spend any money. Do not go and subscribe to HBO Max to watch this. But if you've already got it, um, yeah, I would have been very happy to have seen this on my right monitor while I was playing Magic <laughs> the Gathering on my left monitor. That would have been perfect. If you're seeing the new Dungeons and Dragons movie, oh, I want to see that at the IMAX if it's playing. If yes. not, I want to see it at the Big D. Yes, yes, hundred percent on board with that. Yes, we need the theatrical experience for that. Back uh, to you. Back to you. But I'm giving this a three, and I knew yeah. that I knew that you're gonna. Uh, I, I had a feeling uh, because this very much checks all the boxes of things Ben hates. <laughs> So listen, when when so. Ben gives it a one, it is an honest one, and I don't want to argue with him. I think he's right. I think Ben is correct in his assessment. However, I actually do think it sort of it, it fell so bad into the crap. Like if I compare the and the other part is I do compare this to all of the other DC movies. Why ben, would you? Yeah. How many times did I fall asleep during this movie? You didn't actually. That's how I mean, much? Yeah. How much caffeine is in Powerade Zero? Uh, I don't think there's any. The there le- is. They have electrolytes. There is no caffeine. Just like Brondo. Powerade Zero. Yeah. Um, and despite felt- the fact that I drank half a gallon of Powerade Zero, I did not fall asleep. Whereas I definitely fell asleep in Aquaman. I was gonna say Aquaman was the one you fell asleep in. Yeah. Heard you snoring a little bit. Yeah. yeah. I mean, yes, the peaceful blue watery waves are just kind of tranquil there. And it was um, boring. It was, it, it was. And like like you said, the dialogue in this movie is terrible. It's not good. Uh, and and the action is. It's very cartoony, and and I was just like, oh, oh, this is supposed to be a terrible '90s anime. Cool, I was on board with that. So I had a different reference point that appealed to people. That if you watch Dragon Ball Z, if you watch Toonami anime back in the, the late '90s, early 2000s, that have just nonsensical. We are going to fight now, being the whole premise of the thing. 
This is going to scratch that itch of, hey, you know what? You thought that was cool. So either you need to admit that this is okay, Damien, not Ben. Ben's correct in his one. Uh, Damien, you either need to admit it's cool or you need to admit that you wasted a decade of your life when you were younger. <laughs> and my, my brain instead says, you know what? Nah, you know what? It's stupid, but I had fun. Um, will that three stand the test of time? Yeah. Oh God, no. And you can rewatch. Absolutely it, sorry. not. Never going to see no. this again. Yeah. Under it's, no circumstances. It's not, it was not really rewatchable. Absolutely not. Absolutely unrewatchable. Okay. But the rewatchability is something that is part of our retro reviews. So if we were to revisit this when it comes out on Thanksgiving and watch it on our HBO Maxes, I bet I'm right there with you on the one. <laughs> but for right now. Yeah, again, I listen. Every time we've done this, Ben's score has always been the one you can really take to the bank. His score is generally right. I mean, no one's paying me. No one's paying you. Damien's score sometimes gets influenced by his emotions as opposed to his objectivity, which I realize can tarnish the brand of our objective economic advice. But I'm also, I feel like I'm the guy saying sometimes you got to take a risky bet on that investment in that company that you haven't heard of or that, boy, it looks like crap. Uh, what is it called? Apple? Is it a fruit company? I don't think it's. Computers are a fad. But <laughs> okay. sometimes I'm right. Sometimes. I'm not right this time. But I'm sticking to my guns. I'm giving it a three. Ben's giving it a one. Let it be the way it is. Let it be the way it if is. If you disagree, I welcome your vitriol. So please go to our Facebook page, Alan Smithy Film Review, and tell me how wrong I am. Or tell Ben that he just got to quit being such a mucky muck stick in the mud and start just loving those uh, shot in the dark mucky action scenes muck. with the music that tells him like how to crap, feel. Nope, nope. And uh, nope. needs to have all sorts nope. of weird, bad dialogue with I'm no character development. You want to guess what movie did that to me? Like when I, I saw the action fighting at night, and I was like, "What's going on? This is horrible." Guess which movie? I'll, I'll give you. It's in the last twenty years that it came out. Oh, because I thought okay. it was okay. Because I thought it was the Spider-Man Vulture fight. Um, no, and it's in this universe of comic book movies. Okay. Oh, you want to guess? Early two thousands. Early two thousands. X Men Three. No. no. Um, oh man. I'm going to give you a hint. Yes. Ang Lee. Oh, the Incredible Hulk? The, the Hulk. The Hulk. Oh, just, my just bad. Just Hulk, yeah. Yeah, the, just the, Hulk. Uh, the, uh, the Eric Banner version, where yeah. the end sequence was like this mess of a fight. I'm like, what's <sighs> going on? And then made worse by, the unfortunately, the first Iron Man, which is fantastic, except for the last battle with Jeff Bridges, yeah. which is just a big mess of what's going on. Right. Uh, that really put a sour taste in my mouth about action scenes at night where Wait, it's cheating. You don't like seeing green clouds fighting pink clouds with faces <laughs> occasionally appearing? Who thought? Come who greenlit that scene? Well, in, in all right. That's a kind of a pun there, but I yeah. think, agree, um, yeah, I think uh, you know, totally fair, and I fully expect, I fully respect, and understand, and agree. Uh, there's just there are there is a lot of intangibles in Black Adam that for some reason made me not hate it. And, you know, I, I don't think I'll ever drop it to a one. I think I would at best drop it to a two. There's something about it compared to the other DC movies. Wonder Woman. Wonder Woman 1984, I wanted to like, holy crap, that was bad. Oh, that was, yeah, that was just too long, too. Yeah. I will say this is not the worst DC movie. Yeah. First one, I think the Su Suicide Squad, the yeah, first one, is real just bad. beyond garbage. But Justice League is right next to it because they were trying to get yes. their Avengers out way before they deserved to. And it, bleh, it was real bad. 
Um, yeah. So tell us what you're looking forward to, kids. I mean, because we saw some trailers, yeah, didn't we? we did not see just some not trailers. just plain, but Super Mario well, Brothers. Okay, so let's talk about Chris Pratt as Mario. Who's apparently um, Italian. No, apparently he's from like Long Beach. Um, so Super Mario. Uh, <laughs> You're trying to find the words. Listen, it's a I CG wa- movie, kids. It it is. First off, it's Illumination. So no matter what, it the, it is it is the Minions people copying the Mario art style perfectly. From a visual standpoint. I think that it's going to be stellar if you are a Mario fanboy. If mm-hmm. you've been playing Mario right. and Mario 64 and all the Mario games ever since, the universe is going to look perfect. Jack Black as Bowser, fine. Dennis Hopper wasn't available, I understand. He's dead. That's why he wasn't available. <laughs> um, but you know, obviously he has, a, he has a high bar he has to live up to to get to that amazing performance that Dennis gave back in the 90s. Yeah. Yeah. Um, that amazing film... Super Mario Brothers, starring Bob Hoskins, who had never played the game, even after he performed the role, <laughs> and John make, Leguizamo. Did John play it? Uh, who knows? Who knows? Um, it doesn't matter. Luigi, this time being played by the the charismatic Charlie Day from Always Sunny. Fine. Okay, fine. Chris Pratt doesn't feel like he's putting... Literally, the line that they thought would be the line we need to put in the trailer is him very half-heartedly going, Mushroom Kingdom, here we go. And I'm just sitting there going, dude, at least act like you care. Because you know that we're going to hate you anyways. At least try to win us over. He's in a sound booth at home. Oh, my in. gosh. Yeah. And it's sound... I know. I know. But that's very one upset. film. That's one film, folks. We're going to see that film. We're going to see it. the new Avatar. Yes. And we're going to see the things. There are things coming out. The holiday yeah. season is approaching. Uh, We're also starting. Oh wait, no, hold on, hold the brakes, hold the brakes, put step on the step brakes, step on the brakes, do the th- activate the brakes, pump the brakes. We are in remake hell still, and we will be forever. And the laziest trailer I've ever seen in my entire life, <laughs> oh boy, is for the remake of the movie House Party. Yes, where they literally have a slide that goes, "Well, sorry guys, for the trailer, we can't show you cool stuff. Just trust us. It's in the movie." In the movie. Literally written using words on the screen. Is it produced by Kid and Play? I do I kid, don't know, but do kids know this is a remake. No. That movie was from 30 years ago. They made a sequel too. They made a sequel too. <laughs> and so, all right. So first off, I was never a giant house party fan. Like I'm not gonna be like, man, I was a kid and party fanboy. I can't play a fanboy. But first off, one of them could have had the high top fade. Come on, a little bit the eraser head stuff. Yeah, yeah a little bit. Fade, Somebody yeah. could have some, at least have something in there. Yeah. I'm sure that I have no doubt they're going to make a cameo, and I'm no doubt that in their 60s or however old they're they are, pretty they, up there. I think that now, they're not yeah. going to look great. But I don't care. Um, there's some things that it's okay to to just make a new movie. You don't need this to be yeah. house party. Um, there are other remakes on the horizon. Never-ending story is going to have a no. remake. Why? I uh, exactly, it's, exactly. It's, it, it was, it's it's great, but it's also so cult yes. that it's it's offensive to yes. remake it. You even if you get the only yeah, even so, if you so, get all the original actors performing in their roles, despite the fact they're old now. It's still no, no. That's that's stupid. There's a long list of films that don't ever be like okay. Yeah. Rocky Horror Picture Show. Yeah. Does not never ever remake. never remake do. that one. Yeah. Ever. 
Um, it is perfect the way it is. Beastmaster. Clue. Perfect the way it is. Clue Scrooged. Is perfect. perfect the way it is. <laughs> yes. No, not only is Scrooged so good, that, but quit making Christmas story movies altogether. Oh, now, there's a sequel coming out oh, in November. I, know. I saw. The Christmas story sequels kind of with, with Peter and McAllister. Yes. Coming back. Yes. Yes. <sighs> Darren McGavin's dead, folks. Is the mom still alive? I don't know. Oh, no. A lot of the characters are still alive. Uh, yeah, that's coming this this holiday season. Yeah. So holiday movies. So hey, strap in for excitement. Let's get let's get a request from one of our listeners <laughs> to do a holiday movie retro review. Yeah, yeah. Tell us which holiday movie we need to watch and uh, let us know why it's Ernest Saves Christmas. Anyways. <laughs> Um, you can tell us which movie to watch by just post a comment on our page again, Alan Smithy Film Review on Facebook, that very popular social media platform for kids. Um, but we also have a website, alansmithyfilmreview.com, and uh, you can just reach reach out to us on on either of those platforms. Uh, the best news also is that on the website you can hear all of our episodes going all the way back to Warcraft. Which man, I hope oh, there's one they can remake for me. Um, At least a sequel or something. Um, and then, uh, ba 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 Hey, podcasts, podcasts, you find them on Google play. You find them on Apple podcasts. You find them on Spotify. I'm a big fan of Spotify. My truck has the Android auto, so I can just listen to my podcast using my little screen all day long. It's great. He's waving his hands like a little child yes, right now. Because this is a visual format. They can see my hand movements. Um, <laughs> can sense it. They can sense it That's through the microphone. That's how powerful Damien is. Yes. More powerful than Black Adam. You can feel it. <laughs> yeah, I can stop him. I'll sarcastic him to death. Um, <laughs> if you end up seeing this film, that's kind of a joke. <laughs> yeah. Well, yes. Oh, my gosh. Uh, uh, let's, uh, not only is it a joke, but it's a ooh, begrudgingly a running joke. There's a couple of them. <laughs> uh, it, it runs as well as I do. Let's put it that way. It's like uh, the you and me. You, yeah. you and me. Yeah. Like, yeah. That's another. No one gets this, right? Because no. they haven't seen this movie. Right. If you, if you want to see it, then let us know if you like that joke. It's. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Write to us, folks. Let us know what podcast episode we should do a holiday movie. Yes. And, you know, it can be an old one. It can be a yep. new one. It can be Jingle All the Way. Yes. We did good in Zimbabwe. Where's the toy? Sinbad, why are you the mailman? That's pretty good. Thank you. That's <laughs> fantastic. That's from Predator, folks. No, that's that's him dying on the Mars. <laughs> oh my gosh, Total Recall's on TV today. I watched it. It was so good. <laughs> and again, I know, I know, I know. Michael Ironside. As soon as he walks in, he ruins he ruins the pacing of the movie. But I don't care because it's got it's gotten to be the camp level that I enjoy yes, no matter what. I agree. It's just it's it. Uses practical effects. Yes. Paul Verhoeven doesn't shy away from the real violence. Doesn't shy away anything at all. He, and it's the sarcasms and, and the, the the satires there and the yeah. Johnny, Mr. Johnny Cab. Yeah, like that stuff. That's it's just like ah, it's total recall. Yeah. another movie they remade and didn't need to. Did not need to happen. Did Car- not need to happen. Carl, what's his name from uh, Carl Urban? Carl Urban, yeah. From or was uh, he Dread? Uh, the Dread remake was, was that. Dread. Yeah, the Dread, Dread was actually was pretty good. good. Dread was yeah. pretty good. Who was who played? Um, I don't. I don't remember either. It was not memorable. Oh, I can't believe it. It was bad. It wasn't. This is us whispering. I don't understand why we're whispering. Bad. No one one can hear us. And Uh, the Red Dawn remake was also bad. Red Dawn. I I didn't see Red Dawn remake. Yeah, it's real bad. It had Chris Hemsworth in it. Did not not need to happen. That's another category for a future episode. Retro Retro remake 
Yes. What's a good Ooh, remake? Retro remake review. And by the word good, I don't mean it was actually good, right. but will be a good review. And we don't mean a sequel 35 years after the original Top Gun Maverick. Um, no, a remake. Remake. Yes. Yes. Oh, yeah. Let us know. So Christmas movie or remake, either or and or, let us know on our Facebook page, Alan Smithy Film Review. That's right. Coming to you again from the F-150 Studios at beautiful Hickson, Tennessee. This is your host, Damien and Ben. And we are so glad that you guys came out. We will see you guys next time. Bye. Bye.